You'll have that on the bigger jobs. You know what else is a bigger job? The Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Dakota Allen. Uh, today we also have John Hook. And, uh, well, Ken's being a little bit of a pussy, so he's not showing up today. Yeah. Uh, John, why don't you uh, start us off today? So, uh, first and foremost, uh, Cheap Pop wants to uh, give our condolences to uh, Billy Graham, superstar Billy Graham and his family. Uh, we lost a legend. Uh, one of the one of the guys that helped influence the wrestling business, a big inspiration to Hulk Hogan and uh, many others. But uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and get into SmackDown. So uh, SmackDown kicked off with uh, Roman Solo and Paul Heyman meeting face to face with Kevin and and uh, Sami Zayn. Uh, before Roman can get out what he really wanted to say, Jimmy and Jey Uso jumped Kevin and Sammy, which uh, resulted in Roman storming out. And he bumped Solo on the way out of the ring. I don't know if this was on purpose or not, but maybe some uh, more cracks in the bloodline as well. You got any thoughts on that one? Uh, it's just kind of more story of the blo- the coming to the end of the bloodline. I kind of hope they finish it up rather quickly it is getting a little stale at this point it's had a great run but i think almost everybody's ready for a little bit of variety yeah we're this is this is really ran its course uh this isn't the 70s and 80s where you can hold a belt for excuse me two three four years and everybody's fine with it yeah, uh, it, it'll be ridiculous if, I mean, this isn't the Indies where you can hold 37 belts at a time and no one blinks an eye. Uh, Roman, if he gets we'll off for the... Cardona. Yeah. I mean, there's a few others I, I'm, I'm blanking right now, but yeah, if Roman gets four damn belts, this this is going to feel like the Sheamus storyline, I think, from like SmackDown versus Raw 2010. God, I forgot about that. That was so good, though. At least that was good. This is this is beyond stale at this point. True. But uh, next we had uh, Pretty Deadly making their debut versus the Brawling Brutes. I had absolutely low expectations for this match, but it ended up being an absolute an absolute banger. Honestly, I agree. It was a very good match. I saw a few of their matches when they were in NXT, but not a whole lot to know about them. And honestly, they looked. They look pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, we also had Rich Holland looking like an absolute powerhouse with uh, the double back drop spot with uh, both the guys from Pretty Deadly, Elton and I think Kit. If I'm botching the name there, somebody let me know. But yeah, dropped them both off his back. Dude looks like an absolute unit. And then uh, then the spot at the end of the match where. Uh, the two, uh, the two from Pretty Deadly uh, tricked the ref uh, into thinking, or one of them was tied up into the ropes, and then they double teamed one of them. Uh, I think they double teamed Ridge, I think. But yeah, they ended up they get, ended up getting their first win on the main roster. A uh, really good match here, and a very solid win at that. Yep. 
Uh, next we had uh, Zelina Vega tapping out the Oscar. Then Oscar held the hold for too long. Then Bianca ran out. Uh, honestly, same old shit. I'm getting kind of tired of this. No, I agree. It's I feel like they're just running out of ideas overall with everybody. I think Night of Champions needs to be a big clean clean slate for a lot of things. Yeah, or at the or at the very latest SummerSlam. Right. I would not be mad if Asuka ends up winning, but I don't think they'll have Bianca drop the belt in uh, in Saudi Arabia. I think that'll they'll have to come back home for her to drop that. Yeah, I think that'll be a U.S. or at most. If they're going to do it overseas, it'll be a U.K. drop, not a Saudi drop. Yeah. Uh, moving on along, next we had the debut of the Grayson Waller effect with his guest AJ Styles. Uh, I, I honestly I haven't been watching NXT like I used to, so I had no idea who Grayson Waller was. Oh, let me tell you, this man, Grayson Waller is going to be something huge. I can tell you. Yeah, I, c- I could tell by the way he was working the mic and the way he riled up AJ at the end. I mean, I, I think he's I think he's going to be good. I just want to see him perform in the ring and see how he does. Uh, if you want a good match of his to watch, go look at that uh, Gargano match against him. At, I think it was the takeover for WrestleMania, whatever they call it now. Uh, stand and deliver. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back and watch that for sure. So he's very good in the ring, can talk. He is, he's going to be something huge. And starting a feud with AJ, I think it's going to be good for both of them. Good way to get AJ back into things and good way to elevate someone you're going to want as a main roster talent. As good as that sounds, that... I don't like how that how that's gonna go because that means AJ's uh, actually gonna lose because he'd go to Raw if he if he wins. Mm. So yeah, I don't like them showing their hand this early, but I've been wrong before. But uh, moving on along, we had Rick Boogs and LA Knight versus the Street Profits. This was so damn fun at the start. I really wanted this. Uh, I really wanted LA Knight and Boogs to have a legitimate tag team and call it Boogie Knights, but uh, I was entirely sold on it. And like you said, the match all the way up to the end was just fun. But I'm also not mad at a little Boogs and LA Knight feud. As cool as I, I love them both, I thought it would have been a great, great tag team to have. Yeah, I, I, I'm how, also... often, how often are you going to walk into a, a name that easily? Right. But I'm also not mad at keeping them both single stars because I do want to see a singles title on LA Knight in the very near future. Yeah, I, I, being the little bit of a meathead that I am, it, it was fun seeing uh, Rick Book get his workout in with the with the shoulder oh, press. Just shoulder press it, but they just casually toss him. It was disrespectful. That and the that and the curls. That was yes. That was insane. It's just a big meaty man. That is all that is. Yeah, I'm hoping they don't bury him because that's what it kind of felt like at the end of this match. It felt like they're going to bury him and just send him further down the card than he already is. If they're going to bury him, at least put him back with Nakamura for those entrances. That's that's fair. Or send him to NXT and let him let him run the fucking show. Sure. Uh, next, we had uh, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire burying some local talent. I mean, they. They look solid. I looked down at my phone, looked up, and the match was over. I didn't quite see what happened. 
Yeah, this this was one of those where I mean, they've been they've been booking a lot of local talent every. It seems like every other show. So I mean, that's that's good for them. But I mean, yeah, if you look down at your phone for a second, you missed the whole match. Uh, next we had uh, the announcement of Liv Morgan being injured. And uh, her and Raquel were forced to vacate the women's tag titles. Uh, so we have a fatal four four way match, uh, four fatal four way tag match in two weeks, uh, with Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler uh, versus Bailey and Io versus the Karens versus Raquel and a mystery partner. I'm real curious to see who they're going to have as Raquel's partner. Even though I have a fucking feeling that unfortunately the two dipshits are going to fucking win Ronda and Baszler. And yeah. I'm also curious what Liv actually injured. Like, I've gone back and rewatched the match where she supposedly got injured. I can't find anything. I haven't seen anything posted online. Hopefully, it's nothing too serious because I do love me some Liv. Yeah, I think it might be something to do with her neck because that's the only, the only thing that looked like it could have been hurt. Hopefully, no, hopefully nothing spinal because we know how that goes. Spinal, I broke yeah. my back. Right. Uh, then we had Theory cutting a promo. Uh, started talking bad about Sheamus. Sheamus came out to the ring, bro kicked him, and then walked back. Pure yeah, cinema. Fucking loved it. It was it was perfect. Perfect down to the last minute detail. But I also think that'll be a nice, fun little feud. I uh, wouldn't be upset with Sheamus taking the title off of Theory either. Uh, man deserves it. He's been solid workhorse for this company for over a decade now. Yeah, and we're at the point now where Theory's just seeming like a clown now. Yeah. I hate saying it that way because I had high hopes for him. Oh, I was really... about the selfie thing. It, man was pure gold. Now I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, now we're into the, I mean, the whole gimmick was the longest U.S. title reign. I didn't think they were serious. Now now it's starting to feel serious. Right. Uh, and to end the night, we had Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio versus the Usos. Uh, before the Usos could hit the double splash on Rey, uh, Kevin Owens comes out to distract the ref, and then Sammy jumps Jimmy. Ray hits Jimmy with the 619 and then hits uh, Jay on the outside. And Santos uh, tags in at some point in there. Uh, hits Jimmy. I don't even know what you call that. Uh, would you call that a splash? Like a flying headbutt? I don't know what the hell that move is when he's coming it, off the top rope. It just looked like a kind of crossbody splash. It wasn't the frog splash because you didn't do the full extend. Yeah, he, he puts his hands behind his back and then dives off the rope. And I, I'm getting... It looks like want... a head looks like a diving headbutt like Benoit used to do, but it lands like a frog splash. I, I guess it's just a crossbody. Yeah, I, I didn't know how uh, comfortable you felt using Chris Benoit's name on this, but you know what? That's that's kind of the vibes I get when he dives off the ropes, but he just yeah. goes a little bit further than Benoit. Nobody should go further than Benoit. Jesus Christ! Phrasing. Mm. All right. Yeah, uh, we kept getting shots of Roman backstage during this, and Solo eyeballing Roman, looking pissed off as usual. Yeah, uh, that's that was SmackDown. This this was uh this was a fun show. 
If you all are hearing all kinds of noise in the background, my son is losing his mind. <laughs> he is. He got his food, and now he's he's up and at him now. But yeah, uh, fun episode of SmackDown. Uh, I mean, this this definitely is. It's getting better. And it wasn't as high paced as uh, last week, but I feel like we're getting a little better every week. I agree. It's it's all starting to come around. wasn't the you know wasn't nothing really to write home about, but you know still solid overall. Uh, especially once we finish this bloodline store and we can start focusing on other things, and that's not all SmackDown is. I think we'll be golden then. Right. I remember there was a few shows before some uh, pay per views where they just absolutely mailed in SmackDown and made it like the legitimate B show and. Really, it should just be. Uh, it should be the other, the other A show. So mm-hmm. This is this is nice. I don't, I don't mind seeing. I don't mind seeing fun matches every time. I haven't had very many complaints the last couple of weeks for either Raw or SmackDown. No, everything the past few weeks has been solid. But uh, what's your grade for the show? Uh, I'm gonna give it just a solid B. Like I said, nothing really too outstanding, anything to write home about, but it wasn't terrible either. So, like, overall, I'm happy with it. I'll give it a B. Right. Uh, so, as we're recording, it is it is 3 a.m. Uh, there's some there's some things going on, so I had a chance to re-watch some of the matches. The the pretty deadly match, that, that was a lot better than what I thought it was going to be when they first came out to the ring and all I've been seeing on them. Uh, oh yeah, that, they're not a bad group at all. No, uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give SmackDown an A minus. I respect uh, it. There was a few things they could have done better. Uh, we got a little bit further in the Bloodline story. I mean, we're we're going by inches now instead of feet like we used to be. Yeah, they're definitely dragging it out. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that was SmackDown. Go to give it a B. I'm gonna give it an A minus. Uh, Cody, anything else you want to go over before we get off here? No, I think that uh, about settles all of it. Go ahead and send us home, Johnny. Uh, well, I'm going to give a little reminder to the AEW fans that do tune into <laughs> our show. Uh, make sure you shower, uh, brush your teeth, uh, make sure you apply for that job again that keeps turning you down. I know the Walmart is it's a little tough to get into. Maybe try a Dollar General. You know, get it, get a job, get out of your, get out of your parents' basement, man. Like it's, it's bad. Take a shower. You stink. But yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you ain't following us on our social medias, make sure you do, because your mom already is. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at the Cheap Pop Podcast, on Instagram at Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast, on Facebook. At the TNJ Sports Podcast, we're still under that umbrella. Uh, hopefully, those guys will get a show out soon. Uh, they'll be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts soon. Uh, make sure you subscribe to them. Uh, make sure you give us a subscription on YouTube. We're going a little bit different direction from the podcast. We're just going to be pumping out a bunch of your uh, dumb shit. It's yeah, yeah. Wrestling videos, uh, uh, wrestling uh, video game videos, and maybe some uh, 
some skits later on from the three of the founding fathers of this show. But yeah, uh, this is Hook signing off. And this is Dakota, and as always, stay toxic, kids.